Hello, church. Happy New Year. I know there's people in the hallway still. No response from them, see? All right. We are going to off church for the new year. Hey, I'm going to start. Let's do a quick prayer because what better way to start the year at church than have a prayer? Thank you, God, that we can be here at church, that we can uh, celebrate you, that we can just be here uh, with friends, and uh, thank you for everything. Amen. All right. So we're starting with 10,000 Reasons, Bless the Lord. And because it is New Year's Day, yay, we have a special, we have a, we have this giant special treat. And see, I'm just kind of uh, spending time here because people are coming in. All right, special treat, verse one. The sun comes up, it's a new day dawning. You know what, it's not just a new day dawning, it's a new year dawning. There we go. So uh, on the first verse, we can do that as a special New Year's treat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we can look forward to that. If you guys mess it up, we can do it again. All right. All right. So we have a couple songs to start us off. And uh, how about we get on up? Happy New Year. Blessed be the name of the 
Good morning. Welcome to Genesis. Happy New Year, everyone. My name is Allison Kneza, and I'm happy to share some announcements this morning. Uh, so please take a moment to let us know you're here by filling out either the digital connection card on our website or the physical green card in the pew in front of you. If you are new to Genesis and you would like some updates and communications from the church, you can text NEW to Genesis, all one word, to 94000. And then you can place that green card, the physical one, if you fill it out, in the wooden box at the back of the sanctuary. This is also where you can place your offering if you brought it with you today. And thank you to everyone who gives online and via text. Genesis The Church is partnering with the Open Table Collective for a gathering on January 14th, where we will make time and space for reflecting on our calling as we think about what we want to start and stop in 2023. Please join us for this three-hour morning event where we will have the opportunity to engage in practical activities that care for our souls while dreaming with each other and God about the future. And that's Saturday, January 14th from 9 a.m. to noon. This is also the time of year we begin talking about the Warming Center. Genesis and several other churches will be hosting the Warming Center for 14 nights again this year from January 22nd through February 4th. The Warming Center is a rotating overnight shelter for those who need a place to sleep. Because of COVID, we will have a 35 guest capacity and will continue to follow health and safety protocols developed with the Oakland County Health Department. Now, the volunteer opportunities include being an overnight host, which is the most important role. So if you're looking to make the largest impact, signing up to be an overnight host is the best way to do that. You can also help with the weekend day program. You can help with showers. We have a shower truck in the uh, back parking lot for several evenings, and you can help guests uh, organize getting guests to and from those showers. You can help set up or tear down the warming center. So some of that work happens when there, there aren't guests in the building. So if that's a concern, you can help with that. And we have a new opportunity, uh, just a couple of opportunities uh, for guest transportation. We're going to be helping the guests get from the previous host church to us, and then from us to the next host church. We have over 200 volunteer opportunities to fill, and while we do get help from our partner churches, Kensington, Birmingham, and also Cana Lutheran Church in Berkeley, people connected with the Genesis community fill the majority of those spots. Now, you are welcome to invite friends and family um, to join you, and, and you can share those volunteer opportunities with folks who are not connected to Genesis. Uh, you don't have to be connected to Genesis or any church to serve, and it's always more fun to volunteer with friends. And then, again this year, we are accepting cash donations via Venmo to purchase supplies to help cover the costs of the Warming Center. So this includes things like granola bars, snacks, coffee cups, etc. So you can find that Venmo information on the sign-up boards, uh, info boards in the lobby, and we will also post it in the chat on Facebook and in Zoom as well. We will be collecting a couple physical donations, and those are all going to be clothing items, but there's a specific list. 
So we're looking for new underwear for men and women. Uh, boxer briefs are very much preferred by the men. Socks, undershirts, big sizes are preferred, 2XL and 3XL, and sweatpants for men and women. So you can drop those items off in the lobby by uh, before January 15th. And those are all items that we give out in conjunction with the showers. So when guests go to take a shower, they can have clean socks and clean underwear, and um, it makes for a better experience. There is a mandatory training. If you do sign up in that like gold volunteer spot to be an overnight host, we do have a training, and that is scheduled for January 15th from 1.30 to 2.30. It'll be here in person and also on Zoom. Um, so mark that on your calendar if you do plan to sign up to be an overnight host. Lots more details on those boards in the lobby um, and also on the Sign Up Genius page, which you can get to through links from the weekly email, check the unofficial Genesis Facebook group, and then also uh, shortly coming in Zoom and Facebook for this service. And I'm also happy to answer any questions either during connection time or afterwards uh, in the lobby. All right. If there are any middle school students, you are released. Uh, oh, never mind. You have to stay and connect with adults. <laughs> All right, so now it's time for connection. So stand up, say hi to the folks next to you, and feel free to discuss whether you are someone who makes resolutions or not.
Good morning and happy new year. To start this festive day, I have a terrible game. For those of you who have played this, you will not be volunteering. And for the naive, you'll come and join. This game is called Bean Boozled. And so they're jelly beans. And I will, you will spin the thing here. And what it lands on, a jelly bean choice, like I just spun it. And the jelly bean is either cappuccino or liver and onions. The people who created these jelly beans are horrible people, and they have mastered terrible, t- terrible tastes. So this is a, a wonderful game. Do I have anyone willing to spin and take your chance for a jelly bean this morning? Do I have five people? Jackie is one. Come on up. Do we have five people who are willing to take a risk to spin the dial and eat one jelly bean. Do we have any jelly bean? I got three. Anybody else willing? Now, on here, we do have a toasted marshmallow. Oh, Ken's being volunteered. Anybody else willing? We got three. Do I have takers for, oh, Ken is willing to do it. Oh, Ken. You, you could get something like birthday cake or peach. <laughs> okay. Jackie, are you ready? Yes, I am. Let's spin the dial. And then would you read for us what your options might be? Strawberry or dead fish. <laughs> and we've already... So Jackie pulled out the either the strawberry or the dead fish. Uh-oh. Now, again, these have been held in this can because they reek. Strawberry banana smoothie or dead fish? Are you ready? Yes. And Jackie, if you would turn around so everyone can watch you. Is there a way to spin it out? Strawberry. Whoa! You know what? That's a good. That's a good idea. Is there something to spit it into? If it's just terrible. Did you Did you see something? Does anybody have an empty cup? That's a tissue. Okay. Robbie, are you ready to spin? Read for us your options. Birthday cake or dirty dishwasher? Birthday cake or dirty dishwater? All right. Can you turn around so everybody can watch you? Pick between one or those two jelly beans. Oh, he's making a choice. Birthday cake. Oh, man. These guys got hot hands. Emily, the statistics are not looking good for you. All right, give it a spin. It's still 50-50. That's true, but you never know how they've loaded these. Oh, no. Uh, Pomegranate or old bandage? Pomegranate or old bandage for Emily? I smelled the old bandage and it smells like latex. I couldn't believe it. That was on Harvest Breath. I could smell latex in his mouth. Okay, pick your poison and turn around. That's pomegranate. Oh my word! Oh, wait a minute. Was it pomegranate? It is old bandage. <laughs> she spoke too soon. Ken is the one who got pressured into this this morning, and he said yes. What a dad. What a dad. All right, here we go. Here. What'd you get? Oh, I got the birthday cake one, or dirty dish water. Well, Ken doesn't have an option. There's only one left in here. Oh, and the other one was bad. Or no, no, the other one was bad. I mean, we could have eaten all the bad ones already, so who knows? All right. All right, Ken, let us know. 
Oh, <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> and I have the bag to put it back in. There you go. Well done. Jackie, your dad is going to thank you for the whole day for that. I played this game once, and I'll never play it again. It's horrendous. All right, so I was thinking about this, and there's a psalm that I wanted to read for us today. Well, and, and in it, this silly game, it's like, you're going to get a good jelly bean, or you're going to get a bad jelly bean? I mean, there was even one here that tastes like booger. And there's one in here that tastes like barf, right? And they're bad. And so you spin it, and it, you get the good one, or you get the bad one. And in our life, when we think about even last year, there's moments that we had that were probably really good. We woke up that day, and we, there was like amazing moments that we had. And then there's other days last year where you woke up and you, you spun the old... Been beazled, uh, uh, being boozled, and what you ate that day tasted pretty terrible. It was, a, it was a bad day. There was a low moment for that year. Some of the language we've used as a family to talk about this is the highs. And so, what was, so the question that I want us to be thinking about this morning, and for you, what were the high moments of last year? The times that you woke up, and just think about it for now, Jackie. We will give you a chance to share if anybody wants to. But hold it in your head and just kind of ponder it. What were the low moments of last year? The days that you experienced? A lot of times we will forget those. <laughs> we want to forget them until we go back over. So there's two questions. And then the third one is this one. Who were the heroes of your last year? Sometimes it's really helpful to think about those highs and those lows and the people who were a part of those who stepped in. And sometimes those are the heroes of the day. So when I think about and just, I had more time to ponder this because I came in with the questions. So my highs, some of the high moments of last year. One of them, it was last May. Jericho had just turned one. And he was yet to take a, he wasn't walking. And myself and Harvest, our seven-year-old, or six at that time, and Carmel, we were all sitting on the floor just talking about, when is he going to walk? And we're like, oh, we know he's ready. He's moving around, and it's just going to be a moment that he decides to do it. He turns and looks at us all and just starts walking. We freaked out. And what was just so cool is that every one of us got to watch it. We were just talking about it, and we got to experience this moment of growth and uh, a milestone, right? When someone takes their first unassisted step. And it was just so cool because every one of us got to be there, and we were just talking about it. It felt so unreal. It was, it was a high moment in last May. Another high moment was... Um, you know, for as a parent, your kids being able to swim is either if they can't, it's terrifying, and if they can, you celebrate it. And Harvest couldn't swim, and we got yanked out of swim lessons because of COVID, and the water was too cold, all sorts of places, and he didn't want to go. Anybody who's tried to take a kid to swim lessons, and you're paying for it, and they fight you, the whole way, it's awful. I bought more toys after swim lessons than I did for any other time of the year just trying to bribe them to get there. But some friends, Abby and Ashley Reynolds, they bought a house in Farmington and they were like, oh, because Harvest said to me, dad, I want you to teach me swim lessons. And I'm like, how am I gonna do this? Now I, I had taught swim lessons or I got my certification to do that, you know, 20, 30 years ago. And so I have some idea how to do that, but I didn't have a pool. But Abby and Ashley uh, Dupree, they had the pool and they offered their pool to us twice a week through the summer. They said, you can swim on Tuesdays and Thursdays from, you know, four until whatever. And so we used their pool and in the middle of the summer, all of a sudden, boom, it snapped. And Harvest just went for it. 
And he kept on going for it and to watch him. And Carmel was able to be there too. And so there was this moment that all of us got to watch it together and see him with that determination. We celebrated that moment. It was so cool to see him fight for it, to do something hard and scary. And then he did it. And it, and it was so cool that Carmel was in there. That, that, that was a high. Those were two highs for me. They were the sort of moments that I would say, these are high moments. The lows, oh, I, um, we got COVID last year. Anybody else? Anybody get it twice? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and for Carmel, it put her in the hospital for 10 days, five, you know, five days for the early COVID and then five days post COVID, right? So that was a low, right? Sucking the life out of her for months on end post that. Um, my other low was I was going, I was at um, Great Lakes Crossing and I was trying to buy some pants. Yeah, that's a low right there, going to a mall and pants shopping. Anybody else? Uh, and, um, and I kind of just lost it. It was like in the first moments I had by myself for a while, Bart and Liv had taken both of our boys and all of a sudden I'm having this walk to get pants and I'm like, I am not doing good. You ever have those moments? Well, you're trying to do something else, but you can just kind of feel yourself unra unraveling. And so I will call that a low. And that low burst into, you know, a panic attack about a week later. Um, I went back on some anti-anxiety medicine, which we let everybody know medicine is amazing. And we're grateful for any kinds of medicines, either for our own mental health or for our health. We encourage it. We're like, man, take it. It helps us to live. It helps us to function. It is a good, it's, this is not a moral issue. This is a life issue. And so I did that, got in with a therapist, but that was, a, that was a low moment of last year for me when it was just like, oh, I am not doing well in that moment. Now, with those two, with those highs and the lows, they had heroes with them. And so in my eyes, it was Abby and Ashley who were like, here's a key to our house. Here's this pool. Come and use it. You need it, right? And, and they were just like, yeah, it, it's for you. And so they're, they're one of my heroes of last year. And then also, there's been so many people who were heroes. So when I think about my own, like, oh, I am not doing good. Jess Kennedy was one of the heroes who stepped in and made room for Jericho and the Olive Branch for a couple of days uh, a week in there. Uh, Bart and Liv McLaughlin have been, and Sina and Layla have been heroes in sort of helping us with our, our, our children at different times and loving on our boys. Derek and Christina and their girls have been a hero for us and just loving on us and caring us for, for this year. But, but those are the people who spark my attention through these moments. Ken has been a hero in this year, just taking time and, and loving on us. And Nate has been, right? Like when you begin to think about those highs and the lows, there's just people who erupt in your mind and you're like, oh, they loved me. And, and these people just love people too. So this is just what they do. I was just happened to be one of those in need. And they stepped in and, and loved me. So I want you to think, what were your highs? What were your lows? And who were your heroes? And as you ponder that, I want to read just a portion of Psalm 139. Once I get to my notes. There it is. Here's Psalm 139, 1 to 10. Oh, Lord, you've examined my heart, and you know everything about me. Oh, we have them up there? How about this? Let's stand and read this together. Or you can say sitting if you got Jericho. Or you can stand. He looks like he's getting ready to snooze. Okay, so let's, let's read this together. The words are up there on the screen. So read it with me. We'll do a little corporate reading here. Oh, Lord... You have examined my heart, and you know everything about me. You know when I sit down or stand up. You know my thoughts, even when I'm far away. 
You see me when I travel and when I rest at home. You know everything I do. You know what I'm going to say even before I say it, Lord. You go before me and follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too great for me to understand. I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I go down to the grave, you are there. If I ride the wings of the morning, if I dwell by the farthest oceans, even there your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. I love this psalm. Thank you for reading. You can, you can grab the seat. What I love about this psalm is just about the God who is with us. And over Christmas, that's what we celebrate. Emmanuel, God with us. The God who knows us, our thoughts, if we're traveling, if we're sitting, if we're learning. The God who goes before us and follows us. How does he do that? But that's good. Before us and behind us encouraging and pulling we can never escape from god's spirit and this was not a threat this was a gift we can never get away from god's presence and here was this verse eight if i go up to heaven you're there meaning that if we ascend to the highest mountain if we go up to the highest peak of the highest point god you're there you're there in these high moments but if i descend to the grave, which is the deepest place, which is the lowest spot that anyone can descend, even lower than the Dead Sea, which is the lowest spot in this world. But even to the lowest spot, the lowest spot on land. But even there, you are with me in the highs and the lows. Sometimes the highs feels like it's easier to see that God was present. In the lows, it feels like, God, where are you? Which we had that freedom to ask. But God is with us. And what I love about reflecting on these highs and these lows, and as I think about the heroes in my highs and the lows, it's tangible evidence of God being with me through the people who are being like Jesus, the hands and feet of Jesus with me. And there's moments in those lows and the highs where we get the sense of God just with us. Those mystical senses or those just rational senses or those physical senses. God with us. Maybe it doesn't make sense rationally, but we just know it. And we feel at peace by the reality of God's presence and spirit of God within us. And other times it's the people who are around us. To guide, to comfort, and to be with us in our highs and our lows. We cannot. God has been with us and sustains us. And I love Jesus when he, when I, when I read any psalm, we take Jesus and we say, does this line up with Jesus? Because some of the psalms get really weird, right? It's a psalm, it's poetry. And so when we take the psalm, we say, Jesus, what did you say to this? And Jesus said, oh, I'm the good shepherd. I'll lead you. I'll speak to you. I'll talk to you in the highs and the lows. I will guide you as a good shepherd does. Jesus also said when he was with his disciples at the end when he had raised from the dead, he said, go make disciples, teach them, and I am with you. I will not leave you. I am with you until the ends of the ages. The spirit that is within us, the spirit of Jesus. So those are the highs and the lows and the heroes. And so I want to invite you. Does anyone have, just, would you like just to speak it out loud? Would you be one, now, some of the highs and the lows are, are not, it may not be wise to share publicly. And so we're not pressuring anything where that would not be, you feel like that would not be appropriate. But there might be a low or a high that you might be willing to share just in reflection of the year. And then it could be too, were there any heroes or any evidences of God around there? 
One of the things that we celebrate here is that we say our heroes are everyday people among us living like Jesus. Those are our heroes. And so everybody that I named are people who are part of the community because they're my heroes living like Jesus, loving people in their eyes and their lows. And so does anybody, when you were thinking about that, you heard my own story, does anybody have anything they would like to share? Jackie does. Oh, Lauren, do you? you oh, you're just raising, you're just stretching your arm. Okay, so Jackie, come, come on up. Anybody else can think. I would love to get, kind of give you the moment. Um, hi, hello, your hero. Anything come to your mind? Well, yesterday I had to work from 1 to 6 p.m. And that was that was kind of a, that was kind of a low because I usually never work from 1 to 6 p.m. I usually work from 8 to 1. So, but I put my best foot forward and and I worked. And I, and I helped out all the customers, which was a really big high. So Kroger needed me, and I was there. All right. Good job, Jackie. Around New Year's Eve, too, that, that had to be so busy and really hard, and then it got dark out. Yeah, it was. It was, it was hard. It was hard because <clears throat> it was hard for me because... People were just getting ready for the big celebration, getting ready, like, for, like having, like, getting food for, like, for a party. And, and it was crazy, crazy busy. And, but I stiff, I had a stiff, stiff upper lip, and I just pushed through. Good job. Thank you for sharing. Kathy? Come on. Now, again, for some of our lows, the, the, we're not, um, the lows don't mean they're resolved, right? We, we're, some of us are sitting still in the low, but yet there's, we have hope. We're like, okay, God, you've been with me. There's people with us, but they're unresolved. And so much of life is that way, isn't it? But Kathy, you got a high, low, or hero? Yeah, if I can make it through it. Um, my high would be when, on my grandma's birthday in July, she was 108. The city of Troy gave her a plaque. Um, the news came and interviewed her, and it was also the party day where she is, lives for assisted living. So they sang her happy birthday. I got a couple cakes from Costco. So she, she was the belle of the ball. Um, and at 108, still being able to walk and have most of her marbles, that was pretty amazing. The low part was in September when she got COVID gave it to me so I couldn't visit her anymore for 10 days. So she went downhill and she passed away. But in a way it was good because I was holding her when she did and she wanted to go. She'd wake up some morning and she'd look around and she'd start crying because she was still alive. So it was a low point, a high point. And the heroes, of course, is everybody who supports. Hey, I already grabs them on the way in. I learned last week when I was here. <laughs> Thank you. So that would be my high point. I mean, at 108, Lord knows I, I, I was spoiled to have her all that time. So. And knowing you, Kathy, you are a high point for your, for your grandma caring for her for all this time. So well done. Thank you for sharing. Anybody else have a high? You don't have to share them all. Maybe there's just one. Maybe there's a hero. Maybe it's a high. Maybe it's a low. Anybody else have anything to share? Oh, wonderful. Now's not the time to stand up to go to the bathroom, right? Because then will be like, I think you're coming up. Thanks. Uh, Is it Jack? Jack? I'm Sam. Sam, sorry, Sam. And introduce yourself and... Yeah. Uh, I'm Sam Lucas. And uh, my high this year was that... Well, one of my highs was that at the start of the school year, like, well, at the start of sixth grade, that year was all virtual for me because so 
at fifth grade, at the end of elementary school, COVID hit. So then the end of that year was really weird, and we didn't really get a whole lot of learning done. So at the start of sixth grade, like when my transition to middle school would start, then that year was all virtual for me. And so that was a difficult transition, trying to adjust to virtual school. And in seventh grade, I went back in person, but it was a totally new school. And like, it was my first experience, like I went to public school first, but then I started going to private school and that was a big change. But this year, when I started the school year, like it felt really different because like I knew what was going on. Like I, I felt like I had more control over what was happening. And I've, this year has been really good for me compared to the last two years. And I feel like it's a lot less stressful. And I feel a lot more comfortable at school this year. That's awesome. When you Thanks. think about that transition, have there been any heroes that have made that just better? Um, my parents, definitely. And probably some of my teachers, because I feel like a lot of them just like, they really care about helping the students learn. And I feel like that's a good environment to be in. Yeah. Sam, thank you so much for sharing. That is awesome. That is awesome. One more? Oh, Jenny! I'm Jenny Regal. I work here. You usually don't see me in here, though, because I'm always with the kids. So hi to everybody. It's nice to see your faces. Um, I would say just the hero part, um, I, we're raising two autistic kids, so life can be a little low and all the things that come with that. And so just kind of the heroes, obviously working here, I'm on staff, so all the staff to me is heroes, but especially Manya and Nikki, um, obviously we, we all have some mental health challenges within our families, and so it's just been a blessing to have them not just friends, but staff, people who support me every single week and every time that we do have a low. Um, so they're just heroes for me. Also for Jerry, wherever she is in here, Jerry steps into our household and actually engages in our family almost every day because <laughs> she just lives down the street. So just kind of thankful for those people who step in, the people who see you, the people who um, are just kind of your support system. And so I'm just grateful for all the people who are willing to see us. Yeah. Thank you, Jenny. So, so here's my thought for you. If you got some time today, before we kind of look ahead, and if, you're, if you are someone who is like, oh, I'm looking for some soul care that January the 14th, come and join us for that morning. It's going to be a gift. The people we have coming in love people. And this is not like heavy lifting. This is going to be gentle on our souls and on our being, creating space for us to be sitting and to be together. So that's going to be on the 14th from 9 to noon. Come and, come and be a part of that. You can register. Just lets us know how much food that we want to have some snacks in the morning and that kind of a thing. And so um, let us know. Come, come and be a part of that on that Saturday morning. But if you get a chance today, kind of think back and write out your highs uh, and your lows and just have some time to ponder them. And then look for those evidences of those heroes around and God's hand. Go back into those spaces of those highs and those lows and talk about them and share them with somebody if you can. And then I want to encourage you, if you can, text. If you send a call or a text or just reach out to somebody, you're like, you were a hero for me last year. Thank you. May God bless you. And so send them a little, send them a little bit of encouragement for the people who are like, you made 2020 bearable or better or brought joy, whatever it might be, and bless them this year. So I just want to invite you to do that, to step into that today. Um, 
When we came in this morning, Nate got a text from his brother about his niece being in a car accident, and his brother was invite, was asked to go there. He, Nate, are you still sitting in the dark on this? Wow. So, yeah. So, if you didn't hear that, that was his niece and was found with the car upside down, and a passerby found her, and she's in the hospital. But his brother just got a call, and they didn't tell me anything. They just said, Come, she's been in an accident. And so, they, they were waiting for that moment. and. Uh, for, for that, for many, those are worse days. Those are, those are bad days. She, um, those are the slow moments um, in it. And Nate also shared a friend, for, you know, some of you know Jonathan Yankee, who got in a terrible car accident and was pinned between a loading dock and a semi. And um, is, as you can imagine, in bad, bad, bad shape. And that happened on Tuesday. And so... Somebody wanted to share? Greg is on there? Oh, fabulous. And then we'll, we'll just pray for those heavies and anybody else. So Greg, um, we'll give us a second to make sure you're unmuted, and we'll spotlight you if you turn your camera on. If not, we'll just listen to your voice, or if it's maybe it's Julia who wants to share. So we don't hear you yet. Not yet. We'll just make sure you're unmuted. Okay, we see that you're muted still. Oh, he's having a tech problem. Okay. Well, would you guys stand? And we'll pray and we'll close this morning. Well, Father, in the highs and the lows, we thank you that you are the God who is with us in our highs, in our lows, the in-between, before, behind us, and with us. You are Emmanuel who dwells among us. Jesus, for those who are experiencing their lows today, come near. Let your comfort send your hands and your feet, your people, to care, to love, to feed, to comfort, to be near. Send those to Jonathan. Send those to Nate's niece and their family. Send those to those who are still waiting, Lord, for the lows to turn. Thank you, God, that you are with us. Thank you for allowing us to see this new year. And I want to close with this blessing. This is from Numbers. It's a priestly blessing. So Numbers 23. And you can read it too if you want to pray it over someone else or, or with them. I, I liked this version of it. And the blessing is just says these words, may the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. And may the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. So let me pray that for you. And I love that idea of look, God smiling on us in his favor, that this is the way that God views us. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. Amen. Thank you for joining us this new year. We're going to be teaching on connecting with God in prayer uh, here in the next weeks. And so... 
We think that should be a, a good time to be together and to learn to sit in that communion. Please help yourself to some pastries and some of the juices out there. Feel free to w wish each other a happy new year, but have a great, great morning. Allison has the sign up. We have the sign up things for the warming center and the questions for that. Uh, but thank you for coming and joining us today. God bless you. And there's more beans if anybody wants a bean, jelly beans. We'll have those out there open for anybody.